welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm the host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. So for those of you who haven't been listening regularly, (laughs) I am recording remotely from Bodrum, Turkey, and this will be my last podcast of season two. So today I'm going to do a little bit of a recap on some of the things I talked about this season and just tie up some things for those of you who've been listening who want to know the status with some of my guests and also some of my personal journey. So thank you. Thank you again for listening. And I just, it's been such a wonderful experience. I came here to Bodrum, Turkey in February And I was supposed to be teaching a retreat for the Life Co. Beach, Pray, Love, and teaching some meditation, doing some energy healing, that type of stuff. And about two weeks after I arrived is when the lockdown started. So my six-week trip turned into almost six months now. (laughs) So I am trying to get my butt back home to Washington, D.C., and I uh, thought it would be a perfect time to kind of recap the season And here we go. So for those of you who heard my detox interview from the Life Co., I was just starting my own detox. And again, detox here is more of a body cleanse. It's alkalining our body, removing the heavy metals and toxins from our body, and just really getting ourselves nice and clean from the things we eat, the lotions we put on our skin, the environment, even the water we drink. So I did my own detox. I did the green juice detox for six days. Um, Normally, you can do it from five to 10. There really aren't um, any specific timeframes other than they like you to do it for at least five. And it just cleans out your colon, gets your body nice and alkaline. And so my results, my results went great. I lost about seven pounds and my skin definitely felt cleaner. I definitely felt lighter. And my goal wasn't necessarily to lose weight because I'm pretty lean anyway. I'm 5'9 and about 125 pounds. Um, I was 128 when it started. So I ended um, actually about 122, somewhere in there. And again, it's not about weight. It's about having a healthy body. I happen to have small bones and I'm pretty lean. So they actually wanted me to gain a little weight and put on some muscle but I lost a nice layer of visceral fat, which I was happy about, (laughs) and gained a little bit of muscle because I was doing um, yoga and walking and doing a little bit of weight-bearing exercise as well. So anyway, so my detox went great. I was very happy about that. And you can listen to that episode if you're interested to know all about why everybody really should do this for your immune system, for anti-aging, just to kind of give your body a reset once or twice a year. And I also did a podcast this season on alkaline, what that really means, because there's so much hype about alkaline water, alkaline diets. I happen to be vegan naturally, but vegan doesn't always mean alkaline. Alkaline is um, mostly from really beautiful, dark, leafy greens. But there's a lot of things we can do to keep our body healthy, and we don't really alkaline our body. Like, I'm sure you've heard that they say cancer can't grow in an alkaline environment. And most of us have pretty acidic bodies. So if we can get our body as alkaline as possible, that's great to stay off cancer. 
And I did have cancer, of course. So I'm very conscious about trying to be as alkaline as possible within balance, of course. But basically, we never really make our bodies totally alkaline because that refers to the pH of our blood. So just to let you know about that, go back and listen to that episode on alkaline if you're really interested in that. Um, And also, I'm incredibly excited to say that while I go on hiatus from the podcast, I'm going to be working on my YouTube channel. So you can check that out. It's Michelle Schoenfeld on YouTube. And I have a really... um, great interview with Erson, who's the founder of the Life Co., um, a fellow uh, a fellow who just really, really enjoys the law of attraction like I do. An interview with her is on there, a great energy healing uh, video. And so I'm just starting that now. So please check out my YouTube channel, Michelle Schoenfeld, if you rather video versus audio. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> And um, just to also give you a little recap on what I've been doing here in Turkey during the quarantine and lockdown, since it hasn't been super social. It's been really exciting. Um, Yes, there's been some earthquakes. I've talked about that. It was really scary. The first one, I ran out of my house like a homeless person, grabbing my passport and my pajamas. But now I feel like a veteran. We just had another 5.5 yesterday. And I actually was on the phone and didn't stop talking. (laughs) And of course, the pandemic, how weird this has been for all of us around the world, um, watching what's happening in the United States, let alone other countries, and you know, learning how to social distance and kind of le- learning how the new normal is really the best way and how to embrace that into our life has been incredibly hard. Um, I know that you know we've been bombarded in the media with so many sad stories and happy ones too, of course, ones of community coming together and animals returning and the water's cleaning up and like all these wonderful things have happened. But we've also really been bombarded with a lot of sadness. And so I did a couple episodes on compassion fatigue and self-love and ways that you can just make yourself feel better anytime, anywhere. So I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes in the library if you're interested, because they're really good, really relevant, very easy to implement into your life. So please go check those out. And I have had a lot of time to do some inter or inner reflection, for sure, and some inner healing, because we all need healing, all of us, no matter how happy you are, or what a great place you are in your life, which is wonderful. Um, all of us definitely can use more self-care than we probably think we need. And inner healing is such a great way. So I definitely spent a lot of time during this um, isolation <laughs> doing some inner reflection and looking at some things that I had glossed over or that even though I'm an energy healer and therapist, I work with a lot of private clients. I love helping other people. It's my sole passion to help spread the light and teach people how to heal themselves because that's really the key. We all have the ability to heal ourselves. We just have to be taught how. So that said, as a healer, I don't always work on the tough things for myself. I've done a lot of inner healing, a lot of self-healing, I've worked with professionals as well, yet there are still some things that either I wasn't aware of or that I wanted to think I had dealt with and actually hadn't. So I had some time to kind of work on that as well. And that doesn't always feel good. It always benefits you in the long run. Know that if you have some things that you've been ignoring, you'll never be sorry for working on it ever, ever, ever. I encourage you to take the time, put in the effort and start working on your own issues 
because you'll never be sorry. But at the time, it doesn't always feel good. And we don't always want to address things that have happened. And so I have a few podcasts on that as well, including a really great 101 basic energy healing episode. And the reason I feel it's so great is because I briefly go over several different healing modalities. I talk about tapping, EFT, Reiki, different kinds of energy healing, even the benefits of crystals and taking salt baths. And I do it in such a basic way that I encourage you, if it sounds interesting, if it sounds like something that might work for you, whether it's grounding or earthing, or like I said, tapping, then you can find a practitioner in your area to help you, or you can Google it. There's so much really great free content out there. There's really great masterclasses from Mind Valley Academy. And so many people have put free content on YouTube during this time in our um, reality that you don't even have to leave your house to really start working on some things that you want to do for yourself. Because the best way to show yourself self-love is self-care. And the more you love yourself, the happier you'll be, the better friend, the better lover, the better parent, just the better human you will be. So I really, really encourage you to, um, you know, it's not too late. I know things are getting back to normal in some areas, but it's not too late to really start your own self-care, self-love journey. Uh, another thing I learned to do, which was great, was cook. <laughs> so I've always liked to cook. I've just never been great at it. I definitely have a portfolio of dishes I make over and over that my family loves or that I love, but I haven't really ventured out in a long time. So two of my closest friends here in Bodrum, Turkey, happen to be Indian. And they one's from Australia, one's from Bahrain. Um, and they are fabulous cooks. And they kind of took me under their wing and showed me some dishes to make that are vegetarian and vegan. And I also, because they give me their leftovers all the time, I call myself the dinner bandit because they would literally leave food on their doorstep, call me because we weren't supposed to be outside. And I would cut through the gardens, dash across the street, grab the food and come home. <laughs> and so I started playing with spices on my own and I had some epic fails, but for the most part, I learned to make some really savory, flavorful, ethnic food dishes, not just Indian, um, but from all over the world. And then I call her my Turkish mom, also showed me some really great dishes to make that are Turkish and uh, Mediterranean probably specifically, just absolutely yummy. So I learned to do that and I learned to garden. <laughs> my grandfather had a nursery. I've always known how to garden actually. I grew up working on his nursery in the summers um, here and there. I love planting. And, but I don't know this area of the world. It's so incredibly different. And for those of you who are not familiar with the Mediterranean or this area of Turkey, um, it's kind of, maybe you are with, uh, it's kind of like Arizona meets the beach or many islands kind of in the Caribbean, like St. Kitts, St. Bart's, those areas where you have these really beautiful mountains that are almost kind of arid that plunge into the sea. So I have really sandy soil that's great for like olive trees and oranges and citrus and things like that. But it's also really, really hot a lot of the time. So I learned how to garden with plants that work here. Got really great at succulents. <laughs> um, so that was fun. I've been doing that. And um, learning some more Turkish, which has been great. And learning how to um, kind of be 
okay being alone a lot. I've always liked being alone. I'm an only child. And I definitely um, love being around people. My energy just soars when I'm on stage. But when I'm in groups of people, um, like parties and restaurants, a lot of time that's a little too much for me. I prefer to be by myself quite often. And But this wasn't a choice, right? For most of us, being alone during this quarantine and pandemic wasn't a choice. So I definitely learned how to be a little more creative and not just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat Oreos, which I did do a lot <laughs> until I learned to be more creative. Um, so that was what my time was. And I now things have opened up here in Turkey. I do live on the Aegean. I have felt really lucky to be in a bubble of a fishing village, which was really safe um, and kind of isolated from what was going on in the world. So I'm able to swim in the sea, which is so healing. And I'm able to go for really beautiful walks. Um, and I'm very, very grateful for that. And a lot of um, my anxiety has been able to, I've been able to overcome it by showing gratitude. And, and that's something I've talked about a lot this season as well is, you know, whenever you can't get yourself out of a funk or you're feeling your energy shift to negativity and according to law of attraction, I've done two episodes on that. Go back and look. <laughs> season one was basic. Season two, I had a little bit more in-depth one. Um, I love Abraham Hicks, by the way. Check her out on YouTube. Lots of free content from Abraham Hicks if you want to know more about the law of attraction, which is basically positive attracts positive and negative attracts negative, right? So if you're around positive people and they're telling positive stories, you just feel better. You start telling your own positive stories and you go home feeling good. When you're around negative people who are telling negative stories and talking about negative problems in their life, very often you'll start talking about your negative problems as well and you go home not feeling so great. So we want to do as many things as we can to feel good. And it's definitely been more of a challenge the past four or five months. So a great way to snap yourself out of it, um, besides getting up, washing your hands, going for a walk, that kind of thing, is start thinking of things you're grateful for. And every morning, every night, three things that happened that day you're grateful for or three things in your life that you're grateful for. And as you start doing that, and it might be super simple things, and it might be big things, it doesn't matter, it'll get easier with practice. The more you show gratitude for things in your life, the happier you'll feel, and the easier it will become to find things of gratitude. <laughs> so I don't know if you can hear the roosters. I do have chickens and roosters in my yard, and they are having a field day right now, even though I have all my windows and doors closed. Um, another fun part of being here between the call of prayer, which is kind of meditative, I guess, and the roosters, um, it is never boring. So anyway, so going to gratitude, when you show gratitude, you always feel better. So definitely start that practice um, for yourself if you haven't already. It really does make a difference. And a lot of times if I can't fall asleep at night, um, you know, I do have a little visualization where I kind of leave my body, go up through the roof and do a little astral visualization of looking down, seeing the roof of my house, the trees, the cars, that kind of thing. That will calm you down, balance your energy. But also when your eyes are closed and you're trying to fall asleep, just start thinking of three things you're grateful for that happened that day. And sometimes it's a reach, like I said, and sometimes it's easy. But as you do that, it will balance your energy, start releasing that anxiety, those thoughts that make you nuts and keep you up. And help you feel better. And the more you do that, the easier it will be to fall asleep at night. So I'm digressing because I'm just, I can't believe this is my last episode for season two. It's been such a great season, but I really do feel like it's time to kind of put it to bed 
And I'm going to take a month hiatus. As I said, I'm trying to get my butt back to Washington, D.C. And um, I just think it's a good time. So also, I had a great guest uh, last or two weeks ago, Gul Yannick, who is a really beautiful writer. And she writes about love. She's a Turkish writer and just a really beautiful soul. She, I've met her in Turkey a few years ago. Um, I've loved her books and I just love being around her. She's one of those people that just makes you feel good. Well, it's interesting. She talks about love because she's had, um, some, you know, pretty great romances in that she's very passionate. She loves big, but it just hasn't worked out for her. And she's a beautiful soul in, you know, 30 ish, mid thirties, but it just hasn't happened for her. It just hasn't. And she wasn't going to give up hope. Like big love is out there for her. She knew it. She was trusting the universe, but it just wasn't happening. And when I had her on my show, um, we didn't really talk about that because I didn't think it was relevant to her personal life. I really wanted to talk about just love in general, but I'm happy to announce that literally the week we were, we filmed it last November. I just aired it two weeks ago. So you can go back and listen to that interview, Gulianic. As the interview was airing, literally, she was proposed to. So I'm so excited to say that she is now engaged to the love of her life. She's so incredibly happy. She shared it with me via uh, FaceTime. And so I just want to give a shout out to that, that as soon as she kind of released it, put it out there to the universe, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. She has faith that big love is going to find her. And boom. <laughs> It found her just before the pandemic, um, to be honest. And now they're engaged and she's just so incredibly happy. I'm thrilled for her. I can't wait to see where this love journey takes her um, and meet this really great guy. I've only met him uh, on FaceTime. So that's one thing I wanted to share. And then also how I met her was through my really amazing Capricorn Aquarius moon friend, my dearest friends, Catherine. I met Ghoul through Catherine about four or five years ago. And Catherine was on her own big love journey. We came to Turkey for the first time. Again, that's in previous episodes, so I won't go through that again, but it's really an amazing story. I actually did a moth on it. That's how beautiful this love story is. Well, she ended up getting married and um, they just had a baby, little Karius Sky. And she is now, she was born literally about three weeks before the pandemic hit in Istanbul. And I just had a chance to spend a week with her in Dacha. I was able to take the ferry from Bodrum over to Dacha, which is another peninsula sticking out into the Aegean. It actually separates the Aegean from the Mediterranean and spent some really beautiful time with this adorable little baby um, for Catherine and Chinar. So I uh, wanted to share that as well. It's really, really great news. Um, and I have received a lot of questions. So I often say, send me your questions. You can DM me on Instagram, either at the new page, you lost me at namaste or my personal Instagram page, which is Michelle Schoenfeld official. And you can always email me at Michelle at Michelle so I put that out there in a lot of podcasts. If you have anything on relationships, on chakras, the law of attraction, energy healing, whatever it may be, send me your questions. I'll answer them. And I'm happy to say I did get a lot of questions this season, but I didn't always have time to answer them on air. So mostly I just replied back to people. So it's up to you. If you would like your question answered on this podcast, 
put that in the message and I will do it in season three. But I will also reply back to you right away if it's something you want to know and you don't want to wait because I'm a resource for you. I want to help you. The more love and light we can share with the world, the better it is. I definitely feel my purpose is to help you learn how to heal yourself, of course, but also to raise the vibration and spread light throughout the world because we are all little flames and the more we can pass our light on to other people, the better the world will be. Um, so I did receive a question this week and the person wanted it answered on air, which is great. So I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Um, it says, hi, I just started listening to your podcast and I love it. Honest to the point, just like me. I'm new to this way of living, but I feel the need of my soul to change. I was inspired by your chakra session. Those are in season one, by the way. And I would like some info on what kind of crystals could help me. I feel like there is something blocked inside of me, frustration, unhappy, and sometimes I explode and start yelling at my family. I feel like such a bad mom sometimes, but I wish I could, I, could you help me channel that negative energy? Thanks in advance for any information. I look forward to hearing from you. So that was a long question. Um, and this came from, uh, I don't want to actually use her name because she didn't say if I could or not, but from Belgium, which is interesting. So, and it's great. Um, I'm proud to say there's now 56 countries listening to this podcast. So yay. <laughs> I would love you to drop me a message as well and let me know where you're from and where you're listening. Cause that's always really exciting for me. So anyway, so back to this message. So the reason I wanted to read this one is because I feel like a lot of people feel this way. And my advice to her um, and I actually, I'm not going to read exactly what I said to her because it was a little bit more personal, but I would say is that first of all, anytime that you're aware of a situation, that's half the battle. So just being aware that you want to make the change is great. It's the first step to changing. And then also is forgiving yourself. We want to forgive ourselves for past mistakes, for things we've done. We don't like for behavior. We're not proud of because it's in the past. We can't change it. And by worrying about it and feeling guilty and having shame about it, we're lowering our vibration and it doesn't help. We can't change it. So we need to forgive ourselves for the behavior that we've had that we aren't proud of and move on. Every fresh day, every new day is a new start, a fresh start. So I know I'm being redundant with my words. I'm doing that on purpose. And I know it sounds a little cliche. We all know every new day is a new day. Duh, of course. But it really is. You need to train your mind that every new day you have a fresh opportunity to have better behavior, to make better choices, to be a better person. And it's not always easy, of course. And we slip. We're human. That's normal. But you can make the conscious decision that today I'm going to have more patience. Today I'm going to have a positive attitude. But you need to let go of the past and forgive yourself. Forgive people who've hurt you. Forgive where the trauma came from. A lot of times it is our childhood. It could be a relationship problem, an addiction, or some other trauma from the past. But we need to let it go. And of course, you do need to work with a professional sometimes to do that. But it's possible and it works. I worked with a hypnotherapist. She changed my life. She helped me heal things from my past let go, really letting go, learning how to let go and fill that space when you do let go with love. It's possible. 
So back to her question, which was what crystals to use? She feels like something's blocked. Most of us have something blocked. And there, I did a great two episodes on chakras. I also did a little meditation on how to clear your chakras. You can check out Deborah King as well um, on YouTube. She has a chakra clearing meditation that is fabulous. It's short, maybe 10 minutes. Um, but the best crystals, what I say, if you're a beginner and you're just getting into crystals, my favorite one is selenite. And selenite is kind of a foggy white crystal. It's the crystallized form of dolomite. And the reason I love it so much is it just takes away the negative energy. It absorbs it. You can hold it in your palm, close your eyes and just visualize all that negativity in your body, all that energy that you don't like, those thoughts that don't serve you, rushing through your arms, through your body, into the palms of your hands, being soaked up by that crystal, and it will just remove it from your body. And if you're not good at visualization, it doesn't matter. You can just hold it between your palms. You can place it on your heart, your throat, your forehead, your stomach, your abdomen, wherever you want, and just let it kind of soak up, and it will balance your energy. I love, again, it's called selenite. And it's very, very inexpensive. If somebody tries to charge you a lot for it, they're the wrong person because it's a very inexpensive crystal. And a lot of people um, who are into crystals will put it in their bedroom, will put it in the corners of their house. Um, I carry one in my purse very often. In fact, now I carry two because I'm <laughs> kind of famous for giving it to somebody when I meet them if I feel like they need it. And of course they ask. I don't just do it unsolicited. But it's amazing how many people will kind of... Um, present themselves to me that need this crystal. So again, it's great. It's inexpensive. It's called selenite and Google it. Google is your friend a lot of times when it comes to crystals, because there's a lot of information out there. And if it resonates with you, you know, that is the message meant for you. If it's not resonating with you, move on to a different page, a different site or a different crystal. So the other crystal I really like, oh, and another nice thing about selenite is it doesn't have to be cleansed. It just naturally cleanses itself the way other crystals do. Other crystals need to be cleansed and you can clean them by putting them out under the moonlight. You can clean them by soaking them in salt water. There's multiple ways for cleaning crystals. Again, Google that. My favorite way, to be honest, is putting it under the moonlight. I just put it in my windowsill on full moons. Um, <laughs> so another very basic, easy, good all around crystal is rose quartz. I love rose quartz. It's good for love, of course. It's a very healing crystal. Um, but 99.9%, .9%, and I'll just say actually 100% of us, could all use a little healing when it comes to love. And it doesn't matter. It could be self-love, world love, um, familial love, communal love. There's so many different kinds of love out there. But all of us could just use a little healing with that. Um, and it heals in other ways as well. So those are the two crystals I'd recommend everybody has, rose quartz and selenite. And of course, there's so many more out there. They're really, really wonderful. Um, I love amethyst as well. Uh, there's just a lot. So that will be a whole other podcast coming up in season three, which reminds me what else is coming in season three that you can look forward to. Well, I am going to do a qigong, which is a really ancient um, energy work. I love it. Um, I'm going to do something on tantra. And I was going to do it in this season, but the person I want to interview actually is in Washington, D.C., and I wanted to do it in person, not over the phone. So we're going to do Tantra and Tantra sex and Tantra, um, just everything about it, which is really, really interesting, I feel, and wonderful, uh, focusing energy. 
Um, there are just so many things coming up in season three. So stay tuned. I will do a little teaser probably in about a month of exactly what the lineup will be, at least for the first few episodes. Um, and yeah, so if you're liking this podcast, <laughs> please uh, share it with your friends, write me a review. I would love to rank. Um, it was very exciting the first month that it launched. So to give you a little backstory, I've been doing this podcast for the Eaton Hotel radio station in Washington, D.C. for about a year and a half. And it was on Mixcloud, but it was live as a radio show. That's how it started, as a live radio show, as part of Wellness Wednesday. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. for the drive home. <laughs> and then I took most of the recordings and launched it on all the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. in March, March 22nd of 2020. I love numbers, 222020. And it was great. I ranked in a lot of different countries. It was a lot of fun to watch it grow. It gave me something fun to focus on during everything going on in the world. And now I am just uh, finishing season two, which was great. And I said 56 countries have been listening. The majority have been Washington, D.C., Europe, uh, U.K. specifically in Turkey. Also have a great following in Australia and um, the Netherlands. I ranked in Netherlands, which was really wonderful. And uh, let me see. There's one other country that I thought was really interesting. Um, Qatar. So we're in the Middle East. It was really, really wonderful. So, oh, Pakistan. Pakistan, too, which is, it was interesting, especially with the topics I talk about. So I love, love, love seeing all the different places that pop up around the world that people are listening. So please give me a review if you like what you're listening to. Share it with your friends. I would love that. And download it because then you'll know um, when season three is about to start, which will be sometime later in the summer. So the other thing I do is I love doing a mantra. It's time for our mantra. And um, a mantra is, for me, is more of a positive affirmation. And it's something I would like you to say to yourself several times in a row, several times a day throughout the next week. And we've done, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Um, I've done a lot of really wonderful uh, mantras that are just designed to kind of rewire your brain into positivity in the now. We really want things to be in the now as if they're already happening. So if you go back and look at the show notes, you don't even have to listen if you don't want to. You can either go to the website, youlostmeatnamaste.com or Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and just scroll in the show notes and it will have the mantra for every week. I think of the 30 episodes, there's only, I think, two or three weeks that we didn't do a mantra. So there's some really good ones out there. So today, um, I have two that, and whichever one resonates with you, go ahead and use. And the first one is, I love, value, and respect myself. I love, value, and respect myself. Repeat with me. I love, value, and respect myself. It's so important. Self-love and respect knowing that you are worthy, which you are. We all are. We are all born to be happy. We're all born with love. We're all born for a reason. So it's really important to remind ourselves that you love, value, and respect yourself. And then the next mantra is, and this is not, this is Abraham Hicks. This is not mine, but <laughs> things are always working out for me. So let's repeat that together. Things are always working out for me. 
Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. So that's a really good thing too. I love telling people right now, you know what? It's going to work out. I love the best is yet to come. This is one of my favorite memes when I see it on social media as a mantra, anything. When I tell somebody happy birthday, I'm always like, I hope this is your best year yet. So I just, I really love, you know, things are always working out for me. The best is yet to come. Um, it's just putting those positive, uh, that positive energy, those positive messages out to the universe, trusting the journey, trusting the universe, knowing that the universe always has your back, as Gabby Bernstein would say. And it's true. The universe always has your back. If you don't know who Gabby Bernstein is, check her out. She's great too. Love Abraham Hicks, of course. She's my absolute fave. Then Gabby Bernstein, a lot of positive content. Um, really enjoy her as well. She can be a little too salesy, which makes me crazy sometimes. But, you know, we all have um, a living to make. But her content is fantastic. Her books are wonderful. So the best is yet to come. Things are always working out for me. And the universe has your back. These are really great things to put out there. There's something that they say here in Turkey, and I love it. And I can't say it in Turkish yet. But the translation is, you do it when you cheers, like when you raise your glass. And it's basically, may this be the worst day of our life. And the reason I love it so much is because usually you're doing it with your friends, you're happy, you're having a really great time. And you're like, let this be the worst day of our life. In other words, let the worst day of our life be this really amazing, wonderful day with our friends. <laughs> I just love it. And I will tweak it be like, May this be the worst Monday of life when I'm having a really great Monday or something like that. So all those positive things that you can say out loud, that you can say to your friends, that you can say to yourself, um, the better because it'll help raise your vibration and put you in a place of positivity. We want to raise our vibe and attract more positive vibes. Um, that was something great I was talking about with Ghoul, who I mentioned before when we were talking about vibration. Is And this goes out to any of you out there who are looking for big love, who just haven't quite found it yet. Don't give up. It's there for you. Don't worry. It's there. Like whatever is meant for you is not going to miss you. It's not. It might take a little longer <laughs> to find you, but it's not going to miss you. So have faith in that. But here's the important part when it comes to love is you, if you're not in a great place right now, if you're not feeling happy or if you're just kind of struggling that's not the time to look for love in somebody else. It's not the time to look for a mate, for a partner. And the reason why is you might feel like, oh, I'm really lonely and this would make me feel so good. And I just want to cuddle with somebody. I just want to feel nurtured. And that's wonderful. Those are good feelings to have, but that's not the time to look for somebody. And the reason why is because your vibration isn't in a great place. You're not vibrating really high because when you vibrate high, you feel so happy. You can't wake up. You can't wait to wake up, you feel inspired, you're excited and optimistic, that's high vibrating. When you're in high vibration, that's when the right person will find you. If you're attracting somebody and you're vibrating low, maybe you just broke up with somebody, maybe you got fired, maybe you're just sad, you're feeling like in limbo or stuck, which a lot of people are right now with what's going on, that's not the time to put out to the universe that you're looking for somebody or that you want because you're going to attract somebody who's in that same vibration as you. Like attracts like. So if you're vibrating not in the place that you want to be, you're going to attract somebody else in that vibration. It doesn't mean they're not a good person. 
but they're in the same vibration that you are. And then it's a lot harder to raise your vibration and break out of it. So focus on raising your vibration first, getting yourself happy and healthy and optimistic. It's work, but you can do it. Just remind yourself that you're worthy. The best is yet to come and put out to the universe. I'm ready to raise my vibration. I'm ready to be happy. I'm ready to live in abundance. I'm ready to live in the light. Help me get there. Help me clear the past. Help me let go of what doesn't serve me to welcome in this really new, wonderful, beautiful energy that I know is there for me. We were born to be happy, like I said. We were born for big, wonderful lives. So if you're not feeling it, that's okay. It's coming, but we need to clear the room. We need to clean house, sweep out all the corners, close the door on that chapter that you didn't love so you can start a new chapter, so you can open that new door. So ask the universe to literally help you clean out that old and be done with it so you can open up the new. And for me, I'll say, please make it so obvious that I don't miss it. Like literally make it so obvious because I'm not always the smartest when it comes to signs. So I want it to be so blatantly obvious that I don't miss it. I know which door to walk through for my greater good. Um, My good friend Maggie in Washington, D.C., a really amazing pop artist, Maggie O'Neill, and I know she wouldn't mind me sharing this story. Um, unfortunately, during the, uh, her longtime best friend, her dog, Curtis, who's a girl, <laughs> unfortunately um, passed away. And it was really sad. This is her, you know, this is her partner and she was amazing. And, and it was sad. It's always sad when we lose a pet. And she was saying that she's like, put it out there to Curtis. Like, you know, she's like, okay, to the universe, like, help me, Curtis. <laughs> and people use this like their grandma or grandpa or anybody, like whoever it is that makes you feel good when you think about it. You can put it out there too. It doesn't just have to be the universe or God. It can be anybody who you know is moved on that just makes you feel good. And like, help me see these signs, make it so obvious. And I'm only bringing her up because she told me this funny story that she did this and she asked for three signs because she doesn't always get things the first time. And literally in 24 hours, she got three signs. And they were pretty amazing, including like the mayor of DC knocking on her door, like in a very good, positive, um, creative way. So Anyway, just know that the universe will reward you. It will. You just have to be open to it. You have to trust and you have to believe. And again, when I say the universe, it can be whatever you're comfortable with. It can be God. um, It can be divine. Just substitute the word for the one that works for you because the one that works for you, it's all the same. It's all connected. will reward you. Just put your trust in it, your heart in it. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know that I was kind of all over the place, but I just wanted to do a very casual wrap up of season two. Thank all of you for listening. Thank you for being on this journey, as cliche as that is with me, because it really has been for all of us. And again, if you've missed episodes, please go back and check out the library, even from season one. There's a lot of great resources out there that will hopefully help you on your own growth healing process. And if nothing else, they're pretty entertaining. Some of them are pretty funny. (laughs) Um, Like my girlfriend thinking that when I was talking about Kundalini, I was talking about cunnilingus, which is not the same thing. So I try to keep it real. Um, Again, send me your questions. I'll answer them in season three. And until next time, remember you are loved. You are worthy. You were born for a reason. The best is yet to come. I promise you. And until next time, have a really, really great summer. And that's it. Namaste. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.